What is up, guys? Before we jump into the episode of Gym Ramble, I wanted to let you know that we are running our two-month coaching special right now through November 1st, and we could not be more excited here at the Fit Breakthrough. This is your opportunity to make the most out of the last two months of the year and truly set yourself up for success in 2024 and beyond. Our goal is to have you step out of the all or nothing mindset by prioritizing your fitness journey alongside enjoying the holidays because you guys, you can do both. You can do both. We have offered this special before and there's a reason we keep bringing it back because women see results, okay? But I'm just gonna be completely honest. We don't know if we're gonna be running this again and it will definitely not be at this good of a price point. So get in now. This is not me trying to, you know, do any sort of weird marketing tactic that's a lie. Like this is the truth. Uh, This is the last time we'll be running this at this price point. So just wanted to let you know, full transparency there. We really want you to get in on this. That's why I'm making this little intro. Uh, It is Sunday night. So we're actually launching it tomorrow and I'm so excited, but we really wanna give you the tools, the education and the direction to truly develop a lifestyle change for yourself that will fit into your life guilt-free. So if you feel like you're doing everything right, maybe you're eating healthy, you're working out, but you feel like you're not seeing the changes you should be seeing, this is for you. We're gonna take your efforts and we're just gonna make sure you're channeling them in the right ways. That's gonna give you an ROI on your efforts because nothing is more frustrating than feeling like you're doing everything right and you're not seeing progress. So I hope this episode inspires you to take action and signups for the two-month coaching offer are in the show notes below. All right, thanks so much, guys, and enjoy the episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Gym Ramble. Excited to be here. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I'm really excited, per usual, for this topic. I actually recorded the last episode not too long ago, but I felt really inspired to come back on and talk about this. I think I'm gonna upload this right when I record it. I probably should be pre-recording these episodes. So I have a lot to drop and kind of sprinkle in week after week. But you know what? I really think that this is something that you need to hear right now. And this is really just sparked by the conversations that I've been having with some women in the DMs, on calls, things like that. And I want to share kind of a roundup of the top four things that I think are truly keeping you stuck. And these are not going to be things like get more protein or drink more water. Like these are going to be actual shifts that are going to make you better, that are going to help you step into that higher version of yourself that I know that you are able to step into, right? When it comes to your nutrition and training, but more broadly speaking, your entire life, right? Because we all know that when it comes to showing up for yourself in the gym and with your nutrition and keeping promises to yourself and doing what you say you're going to do, it stretches so much further beyond just how we look and even how we feel, right? It impacts our relationships, it impacts our career, it impacts who we surround ourselves with. Uh, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because we are gonna be talking about that here. But the first thing that is keeping you stuck, and I'm talking specifically to those who wanna build muscle, lose body fat, not have to track macros forever, 
and want to effortlessly live the lifestyle of feeling confident in their bodies without having to worry about food, being present in social situations without having to worry about, oh my gosh, am I eating too much? Should I be eating this? Should I be eating that? You know, just feeling at peace with their physique, with their choices. That is who I'm speaking to. So if this is you, definitely continue listening. I'm really excited to be here with you today. First thing, wanting to look toned is keeping you stuck. It's keeping you stuck in the whole gaining and losing the same 5, 10 pounds over and over again. It's keeping you stuck in feeling like you're being, quote, good for five days just to go off the rails on the weekends. So why is you wanting to get toned holding you back? Let's talk about that for a second. What is getting toned? A lot of people don't even know what that phrase means. They just think it means, oh, I look like I have shape on my physique, but I'm really lean and maybe I have abs and also glutes and shoulders and, and you know, whatever, right? Yes, but also it's not that easy, right? You get, quote, toned by having muscle on your physique, People caveat, and instead of just saying and admitting, hey, my goal is to have more muscle on my frame, they say toned. Why? Because you do not want to get uncomfortable. You do not want to do what it takes to actually build muscle because I'll tell you what it takes. It takes being consistent when the goal is not weight loss. It takes pushing past maybe some mental barriers that you have surrounding how much food you can eat without gaining unnecessary amounts of body fat. If the only thing you've experienced is success when slashing calories, that's going to be what you automatically go towards. And then I have women who I talk to about this and they're like, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. And I'm like, okay, great. So are we going to start a reverse diet together? Like, are we going to step into this and actually put your money where your mouth is? And it's like, well, no, I'm just going to, you know, I just need to get get mo- I just need to get consistent. I just need to do what I've been doing, but just try a little bit harder. And it's like, no, no, but what you've been doing is not working. And it's not working in the long term or else we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? So I think what my thesis is, is you saying you want to look toned is a caveat because you just don't want to get uncomfortable. You associate building muscle with getting bulky and having to gain weight, which is, you know, not true, but you stay in your place of feeling comfortable. Where is your comfort zone? Gaining and losing the same five, 10 pounds, going over and over and over and over again, and never actually progressing in your physique. I've told this story before. I told it in the very first episode of Jim Ramble. If you have not listened to it, go back. Parts one and two are my fitness journey. The best thing that I ever did was hire a coach back in 2015 or 16. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was 16. Hire a coach because she took me through a reverse diet. I knew what a reverse diet was. I knew I had plummeted my metabolism because I was maintaining my weight at around like 1300 calories a day, gaining and losing the same who knows how many pounds over and over and over again, telling myself I just needed to get it together, clean it up. But I didn't actually know what metrics I was talking about. I didn't actually know what that meant. I just thought it meant not eating fast food as much. I just thought that meant not snacking as much, right? So I didn't have a clear vision. I just had what I depicted as healthy already, which is already a subjective term, right? 
but I did not want to get uncomfortable. So I knew I had to hire somebody to hold me accountable to lead me through that process. And I'll tell you what happened. I developed a better relationship with food. I broke the barrier of actually, oh my gosh, I can't eat more food. I can be consistent. I can keep promises to myself. I can build discipline and I'm building muscle along the way. I'm actually going into the gym and saying, how can I get stronger this week instead of how many calories can I burn? I'm actually doing the things necessary to get to that next level of, yes, I have more muscle in my frame. I can eat more and feel good and be energized and have proper digestion and all of these things, right? But what did I have to do? I had to put off my goal of seeing the scale go down. I had to put off my goal of having weight loss be the primary goal in my day-to-day. Now, did I actually look leaner for a lot of this reverse diet? Yes, because I eliminated the crap that I was telling myself about starting over every few weeks and doing the overeating and undereating business, right? Because that did not serve me. But when I actually had my goals and my actions and my mindset all in alignment, that was really where the breakthrough happened, okay? And honestly, that's kind of part of the reason why the company is called The Fit Breakthrough. Um, I think it was just because that breakthrough is so incredible because I knew in that exact moment, no matter what happened, building phases, maintenance, cutting, tracking macros, not tracking macros, I knew in that moment I was never gonna go back to a yo-yo diet. I was never gonna go back to a restrictive meal plan. I was never going to give myself these vague rules and restrictions that I thought I had to follow in order to achieve X, Y, Z. I had the education and I had the ropes and I had finally pushed through that barrier of like, yes, I'm going to lead with knowledge and strategy and not restriction and scarcity. So that was the breakthrough for me. So it's great to want that toned physique. I think that's fine if it's met with the education and the proper steps to get there. And if you don't know what those are, message me and I would love to help you out and give you some more guidance. You can message me on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Number two, the reason why you are staying stuck in your fitness journey is that things are not that bad. Stick with me for this one. It can be really hard to switch your mindset from how could things be worse to how can things be better? I don't want you, like, yes, I want you to be grateful, right? If you have a body and you're able to move and you're healthy and we have food available to us, like, oh my goodness, so blessed, so grateful. But what I don't want you to do is use your comfort zone and use your, quote, blessings or what you're grateful for as an excuse to not get to that next step, to not get to that next level, to not be like, you know what? I could be (laughs) not as healthy as I am right now, but I actually do want to have a better relationship with food for my kids. I actually do want to see if I can just progress my physique and have a better relationship with food and eat more and feel better. Especially if you've been in the dieting lifestyle for quite some time, you've probably forgotten what it's like to have good digestion. You've probably forgotten what it's like to eat cake and not feel guilt or have an extra drink and not feel guilt or say yes to a last minute ice cream date with your boyfriend and not feel guilt. Like you've probably forgotten what that's felt like. So when you have an opportunity to change, to improve that, those things, 
it's a lot easier to be like, oh my gosh, that could be great, but that requires a lot of work or uh, I've, that feels like really just too much. I don't have enough time for that. Or I maybe I'll just save up some money and then I can invest in a coach a little bit later. Like right now, it just seems like inconvenient, right? What are we actually saying? We're actually saying my problem is not great enough in order for me to find a way to fix it, to get scrappy. And I'm not saying you have to always want to, you know, get better and never be satisfied. Absolutely not. But if you're listening to this podcast, you want to get better. You want to up level in certain areas of your life. And I'm just here again, this is titled hard truths. You clicked on this episode. Okay. You knew what you were getting yourself into, but that's really what it's, what is going on, right? If you look in the mirror and you think, meh, or you have a pang of anxiety when you see a photo of yourself that you don't like, or maybe you get a wave of guilt when you eat something that's not healthy and you think, oh, it's time to restrict now. But then that thought leaves you just as fast as it came in. So for a majority of your day-to-day, you're not actually thinking about what you can improve. Maybe you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, don't really love what I'm seeing there. Or you, you, you know, you're not confident in certain like situations, but they're just a blip in time. And the rest of your day is spent like working, doing other hobbies, hanging out with friends. That's all fine. But I think understanding that, hey, this is not that pressing of a problem for me to actually find a solution. Because if it was, if it was something that you were like, I need to change this or else I can't move on with my day to day, like you would find a way to to get out of that situation, right? So I think understanding and again, being grateful and being like, it is so great that what has gotten me to this point, I've been able to achieve. But what's got me here is not going to get me there. It's not going to get me to that next step. So I need to learn. I need to strategize. I need to ask for help. I need to try new things, right? That there's always going to be more. And I think that's the fun of it. And once you start viewing fitness as something that's restrictive or tedious or something that you're just like, oh my goodness, like I got to eat healthy again. I hate this stuff. I hate what I'm eating. The more that you can stop that thinking and and start thinking of your fitness journey as, oh my gosh, like it was so great to achieve this next, you know, little goal and milestone in my journey. I can't wait to see what else is out there. I can't wait to keep progressing. I can't wait to check in with my coach and tell her how good I'm doing. I can't wait to, um, you know, tell my friends about, you know, how good my relationship with food is and how good I'm feeling and looking. Oh my gosh, I lost 15 pounds. I never thought I could do this. Like that is the verbiage that gets the ball rolling in the positive direction of always wanting to do more. And I think it's really interesting how we seek for growth in areas of life where we get validation from others. You seek growth in education, right? You want to get an A. You want, you know, the teacher, the college, or the job to accept you, gave you a GPA. You want that validation. You want to keep continuing. People continue their education, right? We see that in career. We want good performance reviews. We want that uh, good one-on-one time with our boss. We want to get that promotion, right? We see it in relationship. We want validation from our partner or friendships or whatever it may be. But for your fitness journey, nobody's doing it for you. Nobody 
really cares if you do it for yourself. It is all you. You do not have external validation. Even when you have a coach, they're not going to make you do anything. It has to come from you. But it's so easy to stay stagnant because if you're somebody who relies on external validation, you're not going to get any. You just have to sit there and be like, no, you know what? I want this because of me. Maybe there is some external factors and reasons why, like I want to show up so I can live a long time for my kids or I can pass on a good relationship with food for them or something of that nature. But it just starts with you and it just has to be something that you want to get better at and you want to improve because you deserve that. Not because anybody's going to tell you, oh, you know, giving you that sense of validation or giving you a promotion and life or anything like that. Right. So it comes from you. So I think that's something to just sit with yourself and be honest with yourself about and be like, do I deserve this? Like what is going to come from this? That's just a reflection of myself, like my relationship with myself. Right. What else do I have here? I got on a little bit of tangent. I have some notes written down and I, I went way off, but I like where this is going. I'm gonna be honest. I have a little paragraph here that I want to read too. the last point on that. It says want better for yourself. You can look better, you can feel better, you can have a better relationship with food. I don't want you to settle for, it doesn't bother bother me that much, or yeah, this could get better, it's kind of annoying, but you know, it's not that bad. It could be worse, could also be better, right? You don't have to invest in yourself, but you get to. I hope you don't get to the point where you have to do anything, because by that time, it'll be a way steeper hill hill to climb. Okay, that is what I'm going to take you with with part two. And I'm going to take a little sip of my water and then we're going to go into part three. And again, we're going over things that are keeping you stuck. These are hard truths when it comes to your health and fitness journey. These are not easy. And I'm speaking with so much conviction because this was me. This was me. I literally wish someone made me listen to this episode back in 2014-15. All right, guys, number three. Something that's keeping you stuck is preconceived notions. I talked about this in the last episode. I think it's really important because our brains only know what we've been through, right? Our past is very indicative of what our brain thinks our future is going to look like. If the only time you have made progress in your health and fitness journey, in your weight loss journey, whatever, is when you were restrictive, your brain is going to think that is the only solution that is going to work. So if you are experiencing the opportunity of you know, doing something different, your body's gonna think, well, that's not gonna work because only XYZ has worked so far. Or I you know, can't try to make a lifestyle change that's gonna be sustainable because I know that's not gonna work for me and I know this is gonna be a waste of money or I know that this is not gonna work as well as XYZ or I'm not the type of person who has the time and the ability and the discipline to do X, Y, Z, right? But you have to push past that. You have to have a growth mindset. And that's really where education comes in because sometimes our brains, you know, just this, the absolute like, oh, we need belief. That's not going to work, right? We need conviction. We need facts. I get it. And that's why at the Fit Breakthrough, we lead with education, And I'm not just saying for our clients, you can go to any one of our posts on Instagram or whatever. It's education, it's learning the why. 
right? A lot of this podcast is the mindset side of things because I'll be honest, I like listening to mindset podcasts when I want to walk or I'm driving to work or something like that. I mean, I work from home, but when I did drive to work, um, and so that's kind of what I, what I want to give you. I don't really feel like opening up my podcast episode and listening to like a bunch of science, you know, I'm like, man, I'm trying to get my brain off this stuff, but education is huge. You can't escape it. And I think what's, what bridges the gap between where you're at now and the belief that you can get to where you want to be having more muscle in your frame, having less body fat, living a lifestyle effortlessly, being able to make good decisions without feeling restricted. It's education. It's understanding the science behind metabolism, behind reverse dieting, behind building muscle and behind losing body fat. So that is going to be what bridges the gap for you. But you do have preconceived notions. You have preconceived notions of how fast weight loss should happen. I see things every single day on social media. Lose 8 to 12 pounds in two weeks. Lose this much in this much time. You have preconceived notions. So when you're actually sustainably losing body fat on your cut, it's not 8 to 12 pounds in two weeks. Oh my goodness, you are so, you, you feel like it should look a certain way. No. No, right? education instead of restriction and fads. Okay. That's what we're about, but we're talking about preconceived notions. What else do we have here? You have preconceived notions of what you have to cut out. I can't start until the new year because of the holidays. What? You should be working the holidays into your fitness lifestyle. If you're not doing that, if you are listening to this on October, whatever, and you are waiting until the new year and you think you're going to make a lifestyle change for yourself, you're not, you are not. What you're going to do is continue to live in the all or nothing mindset until something comes up in 2024. And then you're going to be like, oh, I'll try again later. I'm just going to go back to living my life, not being restricted. Oh my goodness, it feels so much better to do this. That's what's going to happen. And that's not what I want for you. Okay. You have preconceived notions of how much you quote can handle while focusing on your fitness goals. Oh my gosh. Last time I was into fitness, I had to go to the gym two hours a day. I'm a mom now. I can't do that. Guess I can't get into fitness or I work out at home. I guess I can't prioritize my goals right now. That's not true, but that's what you're telling yourself. So that's going to be your reality. Okay. You have preconceived notions of what you are capable of accomplishing. Going back to the previous point that I made. If the only time you saw progress was when XYZ happened or when you had this much time, you're going to think it has to be this way. My life has to look like this in order to make progress. That was me when I was on this meal plan. It worked for me. I got to my quote goal weight. I didn't have any muscle on my frame. So I was pretty disappointed with, you know, my physique and how I looked, but I got to my goal weight and I was so excited and I could finally stop eating the meal plan. That was gross. What did I do? I gained all the weight back and then some. I swung, the pendulum swung as equally and as hard in the opposite direction. And I was back at square one and I was like, I don't want to go on this meal plan again. I'm, you know, I was in a different phase of my life. I couldn't eat that food and I felt defeated, right? I talked to people who were like, I like snacking or I cook for a family or I live with my boyfriend. And it's like, okay, do you eat food? (laughs) do you move your body at all? Because if so, you're doing great. And all we need to do is tweak those things. Your goal should be to create the least amount of change that yields the biggest result in your fitness journey. Okay, start thinking in that lens. Start thinking with a growth mindset of just because something has gotten me to this point 
does not mean that is the only thing that is going to work because it's not. And finally, you have preconceived notions of about tracking. I think tracking macros is something that just gets a terrible reputation on the internet because somebody had a bad experience. And is it for everybody? No. If it's not for you, respectfully, I, I get it. But I think if you have niche goals, it requires a niche approach. If the only time you've tried tracking on your own was when it was with the lens of being very restrictive. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay, if you plugged in your goals into MyFitnessPal and it said, great, eat 1400 calories a day, and you said, great, and you did that, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about leading with education, leading with abundance, and leading with a game plan that is provided to you by an actual person and not a macro calculator. All right, and then number four, this one's gonna be a little bit quicker because I talked about it earlier, or we'll see, I tend to ramble. I mean, that is the name of the podcast. But it's going to be not seeing the bigger picture of how prioritizing yourself will change your life. That is number four. I think a lot of times we think we don't have time for things. And I want you to finish that sentence. If you've ever said, I don't have time to prioritize my nutrition and training. You don't have time to what? You don't have time to be selfish. We have this. What am I trying to say? We have this thought that prioritizing your nutrition and your training is selfish. Why? Because we have preconceived notions that in order to make progress on our fitness journey, we have to say no to date night. We have to make a separate meal from the kids at dinner. We have to watch our kids eat ice cream on a Friday instead of eating with them. We think that we can never drink alcohol in our entire lives. Right? We think that we have to say no to family uh, TV night after work because we have to go to the gym for two hours. Again, preconceived notions. Fitness is not selfish and it should not be that way. It is actually selfless. Because if you have anybody in your life that you love, which I'm pretty sure you do, you are going to, you're saying yes to showing up for yourself. But if you want to go beyond that, you're saying yes to showing up as your best self for them. Growing up, my mom's relationship with food and her body impacted me. If you're a mom listening to this, I'm not a mom, okay? So I'm not speaking to that. I'm only speaking to what I've experienced with my mom. And then also what are many, many, many clients who are moms experienced going through the Fit Breakthrough and doing what, you know, what they set out to do. And that is, oh my gosh, this is so great for me. I've seen my weight loss goals. I'm seeing my body composition change. But I'm also super grateful because my kids are going to have a role model to look up to. And I feel so well equipped with the education and with the knowledge to show up as my best self for them. And that is incredible. Maybe you don't have kids. That's fine. Maybe you have a boyfriend. Maybe right now you're so back and forth with your relationship with food that it's impacting the relationship because sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, why did you bring me ice cream? You know, I'm trying to be healthy today. Or you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I really want to go with you on Friday to that new place for dinner, but they don't have anything healthy for me. And then you're like, well, I guess I'll start over on Monday. And then you get really crabby because you're like, man, I can't stick to my diet. Like it's impacting you. What you're doing now is impacting you. And you really think that working on your relationship with food and really focusing on the long-term vision of things is going to be selfish. 
what are we doing right now? You know, there's something so empowering with being like, hey, this is something that is working for me, but it's also fit into this season of life. When I'm living with my boyfriend and we cook dinner together, when I'm excited to be dating this new person and we're going on dates and I'm eating out a little bit more than usual, when I'm traveling for work every single week and I'm so excited about this position and I can't wait to get dinner with all my coworkers, I'm still doing what I need to do because I have something that is built for me in this season of life. That is what we're talking about. That is not selfish, okay? And you need to understand the bigger picture. How amazing do you think you're going to feel and confident you're going to feel when you look how you want to look and you're showing up for work every day and you're pitching at meetings and you are showing up in your relationship and you're dating and you're going on this, that, and the other thing. Like, you are going to feel rock solid. I think I've honestly... I would not be sitting here talking to you in San Diego, California, living the actual, like having my dream job. I can't even believe I get to call this a job. To me, it's not a job. I get to wake up every day and I get to help women and I get to work with a team who I love so much. I always say, I talk to Laura and Evelyn like more than I talk to my boyfriend sometimes on some days when he's at work, just because I'm constantly in communication with them. But oh my gosh, I would not be surrounded by these people who also want to up-level their life if I didn't make that decision for myself back in 2015, 16, around that time, right? You don't know the trajectory of your life. You don't know what's going to come up. Yeah, something's probably going to come up that's going to throw you off your game, but all you can do is continue to keep promises to yourself, invest time, energy, and money into yourself, and be like, I am my best investment. Like I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that I'm well equipped for whatever life throws my way. Like that is what we're trying to get at. We're not trying to control the outcome and be like, oh great, I have these eight weeks of nothing going on in my life. Like time to focus on my fitness and weight loss. It's like, that's not life. That's just an eight week block where you get to lose weight. What happens when you gain it all back? It's great you want to do 75 hard and make it super restrictive and hard on yourself, but what happens on day 76? What happens on day 91? What happens on day 901? Do you know how to maneuver every season of life? Do, did you have the education that is going to take you through for months and years to come? You should not need a coach forever. You should not need to track macros forever. And you should not need to fall back on these diets that have names. Okay, that is what I want to leave you with today. We got a 30 minute episode, not bad. I like keeping these under like 45 minutes. Uh, And these are the four things that are keeping you stuck. These are hard truths. I would love, love, love it if you could message me and let me know what you thought of this episode. I really think it was good and I hope it resonated with you guys. I'm feeling fired up. I'm excited to, it's late here, but I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to kick some but, and I hope you guys are too. So thank you so much for listening as always. And I hope you have an amazing day.